Welcome to the Post-Christian Podcast. Our mission is to make disciples in a post-Christian culture. I'm Eric Bryant, one of the executive pastors at Gateway Church in Austin, author of Not Like Me, and my new book, Fruitful, Becoming the Person God Created You to Be. I'm also providing resources at ericbryant.org. I'm so excited today to have with me John Collins from The Bible Project. Welcome, John. Hey, good to be here, Eric. Yeah, well, I'm very excited. The Bible Project, you guys have been creating so many amazing resources. And maybe for those who are still unfamiliar, give just a quick overview of what you guys do there. Yeah, we well, we began as an animation studio, and we were making content, making explainer videos that show the literary design and beauty of the Bible and how it all points to Jesus. We more recently started building technology products because we really want to not only show people how the Bible is designed, but actually teach people how to have the skills to read it that way. And to do that, we realized we wanted to build some products like an online learning platform where you could take seminary level classes for free. More recently, an app that we just released that kind of helps you develop those skills while you read the Bible. So we're an ed tech company to experience the Bible as a unified story that leads to Jesus. I love it. Well, I remember hearing about you guys back when you were still funding just the overviews of each books of the Bible. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was really wanting you to make sure you finished and uh, boy, not only did you finish that, you created theme videos. And and yeah. I love how not only am I learning a lot, even as a, you know someone who's been to seminary, but I'm, it's a resource I'm able to share with my kids, with people in our church. We are just so grateful for the way you guys have really created a way to help us understand the context of the scriptures. And now, and by the way, and you do it in a beautiful way, I've got a, a family member of mine who's a big fan of the TV show on Netflix called Arcane. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's just, the animation's remarkable. And so I was able to send to him my, some of my favorites, Tree of Life, uh, the, the, just the ways the animation really creates beautiful visual of what you're trying to communicate. But talk about this app, because... I just finished skill level one today. I'm super excited. Made it through the Holy Spirit. And yeah, it's it's like the gamification of your resources. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what your hopes are and how someone can really dive in with that. Yeah, our hopes were to organize our content so that you have easier access to it, but then also organize it in a way that helps you begin to see that these are all skills that you're developing. So there's a tab in the app called skills that allows you to basically go through our resources. It usually starts with one of our videos, but then kind of dive deeper into that video um, and develop it as a skill. So one of the skills are um, identifying patterns in the Bible. And the and the main patterns that we've made a lot of content around are, are themes, like you mentioned tree of life. So how does that that pattern, that theme pattern work? How can you begin to identify it? And then we have another experience in the app called Journey, where we're going to be going through the Bible in small sections that we're calling movements. They're collections of chapters that usually in a book of the Bible, there's going to be three or four. Genesis, there's four. And you'll read through that 
section of scripture, that movement of scripture, and you'll trace one specific theme. So the first movement of the Bible, Genesis 1 through 11, all the themes are there and being activated. But the one that we began with was God's spirit, seeing the, I think, eight times that God's spirit shows up in those chapters and beginning to kind of understand this biblical theology of God's spirit by finding it and tracing it. We'll go movement by movement. Uh, every couple of weeks, we'll release a new movement. So next will be the movement of Abraham stories in Genesis 12, uh, I think through 24-ish. And we'll be tracing a new theme. We'll be tracing the theme of trees, actually, the tree of life in the Abraham stories. And again, there's lots of cool themes in there, but we're just going one theme at a time, one movement at a time. And we'll go through the whole Torah in 2022, this year. Great. And we'll probably hit about maybe a dozen themes. Well, the way that you and Tim and Krista, your whole team has created these resources, it's really helped me and those I'm serving understand the beauty of the Hebrew scriptures and how the story is one giant, you know, meta-narrative of a God who loves us, who, who's come to rescue us. His name is Jesus. I wonder how much did growing up in Portland, a city that is not known for being, you know, a Bible-believing type of place. I mean, Austin and Portland have this rivalry. Which one came up with, you know, keep <laughs> yeah. Austin weird or keep Portland weird? Yeah, first. I think Austin did it first, actually. <laughs> I think yeah. so, too. I'm a little biased. But Portland is absolutely a post-Christian city. Like, there are things you probably grew up with that are just now being experienced in the Midwest or in the South. But how much do you think growing up in Portland and in that environment informs how you're conveying the messages of the scripture. I think that when you decide to be a Christian in the Northwest, it's not an easy decision where you're just like, well, we're all Christians. So you kind of have to put your foot down, plant your flag. You're not um, going to get more popularity points for doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, it isn't the case that just everyone goes to church and everyone just says, yeah, I'm a Christian. And so I also think that there's, I mean, there's also a really cool, as much as we have a reputation for being unchurched, the church in Portland is pretty rad and, and pretty unified in some, in some really remarkable ways. Man, the culture of the Northwest, Portland, Seattle is the same. I actually grew up in Seattle, but oh, I, yeah. I went to go to, to university here yeah. in Portland. Uh, but they're very similar and it's very pioneer spirit of like, start it yourself, do it yourself, uh, do it, do the artisanal version, um, find a passion and craft that passion into something that is the spirit of Bible project is, you know, let's, let's just go for it. Let's build what we want to build. It's kind of a little punk rock aesthetic where it's <laughs> like, don't tell us what to do. We'll do it the way we want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and that's the beauty of what you've done is really by having it crowdfunded, mm -hmm. you really were able to take your time and create what you wanted to create. But I do think maybe even more than most people realize, you are able to communicate the truths of an ancient text in a, a way that's you know visual, artistic, it's beautiful. Uh, I, so we lived in Seattle, helped plant a church there. And one of the first things I learned when I moved there was to understand the names of the streets downtown. You just have to remember the acronym, Jesus Christ made Seattle under protest. And oh, I don't wow. know if you heard that as a kid. I know, I never learned There's that. like two J's and two M's. It's like 
Jefferson okay. and Johnson and Monroe cool. and Madison anyway. But I just remembered that, that anti-Christian kind of post-Christian feel. Yeah. But yeah. what happened is exactly what you described. There's a, a purity to the church because no one's doing it because it's a cultural thing to do. It's a genuine encounter with God. And I just love how you and Tim both come at it with your own honest doubts and questions and skepticism and keep pressing towards the truth, um, whether it's the app or just your resources in general, what's the best way you've seen people take advantage of these resources and really grow in their own faith or even discover faith along the way? I think the easiest way is, is to watch videos and I've seen people um, find them as a way to kind of reshape certain predispositions or assumptions that they had towards what the Bible says. And then also use that as a, a way to start a conversation with someone, share the video with someone else and say, Hey, this is really interesting. We should talk about it because we're not preachy. It's kind of disarming in that mm -hmm. it's like, not like you, you need to believe this. It's more just like, isn't this interesting? Uh, you ought to understand this. You ought to know about this. Um, and so a lot of people find it as a way to begin to have conversations. We've been trying to figure out how to help the church kind of use it as resource towards whatever aim, uh, whatever projects, goals are going on and discipleship evangelism. And we don't want to be too directorial and like, here's the exact curriculum you have to use, or here's the exact way to use these resources. We are actually working on a piece of technology that isn't out yet. That's going to just be like, it's going to allow any church or parachurch kind of build curriculum around our content, oh, which right. is cool. Yeah. Um, I do hope the app in particular is a great place to not just then watch a video, but then start to learn um, the skills yourself as you're reading the Bible. Um, and we haven't completely cracked the code yet. We, I think we've made some really cool features that we're going to continue to refine and make better and better um, as we go through this this kind of year-long journey through the Torah this year and um, get feedback and hear what's working um, and then develop more features and just make it more robust. This is really the beginning of a real cool digital study Bible tool that um, I'm really excited about. Yeah, it's fantastic. It really is. I just uh, couldn't recommend it more both go into the website and now to the app. Uh, just thank you for creating such a beautiful way to understand the scriptures. Thank you for making it free. I know it's it's not actually free. There's a lot of people that give to, to be able to do that. But what are some ways that we can be praying for you, uh, for Tim, for the team, your families? I would just love to allow those listening to know how to do that. Yeah. Well, we've grown a lot as an organization and there's certain growth challenges um, when you go from uh, one size to the next. So kind of learning how to grow as an organization and really take care of each other. So you could be praying for us for wisdom and just how we hire people and how we train people and building our resources in a lot of languages. And um, that's then creating kind of new global teams that are trying, that are now able to get the videos and our other resources in just other places in the world. And um, we can pray for that endeavor, just the right teams in the right places. 
Yeah. And we'd cover any prayers for our families. Tim and I both have two boys about the same ages, 10 and eight. And we're just like in the thick of just, you know, doing life here in Portland, um, trying to be good dads and good husbands. We're hiring a lot of engineers now. Just pray that we can find some really great engineers to fill out the team as we're building these technology products. And then just pray for the engineers that we have. It's just, you know, it's a, that's a tough job. Um, and um, there's a lot of places that could pay people a lot of money to do that kind of work. And so the people coming to work for us um, are, are making sacrifice in that way. And, um, and then we just came off of launching a product that they're pushed really hard to get done. Um, so you can be praying for them. Um, Absolutely. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. We'll keep up the amazing work. The best website to go to is uh, which one should we send people to? Bibleproject.com. Great. Excellent. Hey, thank you, John, for all you're doing. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Thanks for joining us on the Post-Christian Podcast. More resources available at ericbryant.org.